0: afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host Corey Knute. Coming up this afternoon we'll hear from Canadian Federation of Agriculture President Mary Robinson as the group's AGM kicked off this morning. Also Dr. Sylvain Charlebois, food professor at Dalhousie University, will comment on the situation between Russia and Ukraine. And up first in today's country comment we'll get an update on the Manitoba Farmer Wellness Programme. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. The Manitoba Farmer Wellness Program is up and running. I got an update from board member Jerry Friesen.
1: We met our goal there and are are pleased uh, over the course uh, of the last few months, of course, we did get up applications in for counselors. we uh, We've children four of them they're up on our website so farmers and their families are now able to go to our website and pick a counselor and book an appointment
0: all right and um for someone who may be interested uh, just talk a little bit about uh the process and and how they um how they get involved here
1: well the the, the process is very simple and that's what we wanted we wanted to make sure it be very simple there's no middle people there's the confidentiality remains in place uh like i said you you pick a counselor you book an appointment whether that's by telephone or by email and uh and those appointments are set up uh, we've set it up so that uh each individual can get six um, six hours of of uh, free counseling and we said six sessions at the outset but sometimes sessions are an hour and a half so we're we're capping it at the at the six hours total and uh, all that we get the only information we get at the farmer wellness program is that counselor a saw a client and and what we what we're hoping for is the only information we'd get is gender age what type of farm they have and what rha is in so that we can kind of track what's going on
0: and jerry um, talk a bit about just the overall goal behind the program you know what's, what sort of need you're looking to to fill there
1: yeah, Corey, we've said from the outset that, that we're filling a gap. Um, as you're well aware and as your listeners are well aware, we've had the Manitoba Farm and Rural Stress Line in Manitoba now for 22 years, I believe. Um, and that is that that line is very useful for people when they're in crisis. They can call in and get some, some quick counseling that way. This is something that's a step more than that where, where in fact the farm line and I know Dumour Ag is working on a national crisis line. They can refer their callers to this program, uh, so that they can get longer term counseling because I know from firsthand experience that just one quick phone call doesn't fix issues. And so those, those free counseling sessions is something that can be very helpful for, for individuals.
0: All right. And um, again, where, to, where do people go uh, to find out more?
1: They can just very simply go to manitobafarmerwellness.ca. Uh, the information is there, uh, how to book an appointment. And also I'd like to throw this out there for those businesses in particular that deal with farmers. We are still looking for support. This is being funded by industry supporters, and so we would love to have donations from all those people out there that have farmers as clients. I would just challenge everybody, uh, there's no harm in checking it out, and I would like everyone to have a level of comfort in clicking that button and making an appointment, because it's okay to not be okay, and it's okay to reach out for help.
0: That was Jerry Friesen, a board member with the Manitoba Farmer Wellness Program, updating us on the program, which is now operational. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Knut. The 2022 Seed Summit wrapped up last week. Gunter Johum, president of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers, provided closing remarks.
2: It was really amazing over the past three summit sessions, the amount of engagement When the wheat growers were approached to be a partner in the seed summit, honestly, we had no idea what the summit was about or what the seed regulation modernization entails. And and I believe most farmers across Canada have no idea either. After a bit of research, we quickly realized the opportunity to be one of many voices to aid this important process. It has been more than 30 years since the last seed regulation update, and a lot has changed. And lots will change going forward. It's imperative to hear from all stakeholders before CFIA makes those changes.
0: The Seed Summit brought together the entire value chain from producer to end user and the seed sector. March is Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month. Sue Clayton is Executive Director with Agriculture in the Classroom Manitoba.
3: It's so important. Our goal in Agriculture in the Classroom Manitoba is that We want all educators and students to be agriculturally literate, so that means that they understand and value the contribution of agriculture to society. And really, when so many of us are are disconnected from the farm, we're two, three, four generations removed from the farm, we don't understand how our food is grown or how it shows up on the grocery store shelves. Uh, One in eight jobs in Canada are directly linked to agriculture. It's a massive driver of our economy and a huge employer.
0: Visits will be virtual again this year, with volunteers visiting 501 classrooms, reaching over 11,000 students. In addition, Agriculture in the Classroom is hosting a stop on Canada's Great Canadian Farm Tour March 15th at Smith Family Seeds in Pilot Mound. And yesterday, Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bibeau announced funding of up to $770,000 for the Canada Organic Trade Association, to support market development for organic products. The funding will help create domestic and international export opportunities and promote the Canada organic brand. The project includes the development of market activities at major food shows in Germany and the U.S., with additional activities related to market accessibility and technical assessments. The investment made under the AGRA Marketing Program will support the association in welcoming incoming missions, offering retailer training creating market reports and developing a directory of organic producers and exporters. That was a look at today's Farm News. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Ag Wire for Wednesday, March 2nd. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll hear from food professor Dr. Sylvain Charlebois. Food professor Dr. Sylvain Charlebois at Dalhousie University joins us now to give his thoughts on Russia's invasion of Ukraine.
4: Ukraine, uh, along with Russia and Belarus, are are agricultural powerhouses, and and they do feed a lot of people. Uh, They export a lot of grains. Uh, Ukraine is ninth in the world when it comes to wheat exports. Uh, Both uh, Russia and Ukraine represent about 25% of, uh, of corn exports as well and you're already seeing it on on world markets uh... some commodities are way more expensive than just a month ago which will impact processing Uh, access to some of those grains have actually been blocked as well uh... not good news and of course uh... the fertilizer issue is just getting worse uh... again that region produces a lot of fertilizers and uh, and we we have a lot of farmers wanting to increase yields this year but with expensive, very expensive fertilizers, uh, it's going to be very challenging for for them to, to do that. So uh, I think agricultural production may actually be impacted in Canada and elsewhere as a result
0: wanted to just touch a little bit on, on food price inflation um, you know we've we've had supply chain issues here and uh, i guess this this situation is just going to make things worse
4: yeah absolutely and uh, now with uh, fuel uh, surpa- well oil surpassing 110 dollars us a barrel uh, we're, we can see we can feel that there's there's a bit of a super cycle going on right now and uh, when that happens, typically inflation is impacted, and in particular food inflation. So we were, we are still expecting an inflation rate of about 7% by, for 2022. But uh, with what's going on right now, uh, we may very well surpass that by the time we're done with, with this year.
0: And uh, Sylvain, just talk a little bit more about uh, that fertilizer market you touched on there um, Talk about that specific region, what comes out of there, and, you know, what, what we've seen in terms of um, prices going up already here.
4: Yeah, so essentially, uh, so with, uh, with uh, well, when you look at nitrogen, phosphate, and uh, uh, y- y- you, need, you need fertilizers to increase yields, and, uh, and, and they were already expensive before the conflict itself. And so this is only going to make, make matters worse. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's going to be challenging. In regards to, to global food supply chains, I can argue that right now for, for the entire agri-food sector, this conflict couldn't have happened at a worse time. We were looking forward to the end of the pandemic, uh, uh, some sort of, some sort of a normalized economy, but unfortunately that's, Uh, We're going to have to wait a little bit uh, for for that.
0: How does China play into all this?
4: Well, this is is the big issue here, I think, uh, or probably the biggest. uh, um, I think Russia can consider China an ally when it comes to agri-food. Both nations combined can actually influence market conditions around the world. Uh, China is much, much more influential than just five years ago. And along with Russia, they can actually do some serious damages uh, in, in terms of pricing and everything else. And so this is, uh, is going to be, um, I mean, this is China's year, and, and I suspect that this conflict won't necessarily be a bad thing to increase uh, China's influence around the world, especially when it comes to global food supply chains. Uh, Russia can't do, uh, can't control um, conditions across the global uh, across the supply chain globally, but uh, with uh, with China's support, and I think they do have that uh, economically. Perhaps not dip- 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 diplomatically, but economically, they do they do have the support. They can actually influence uh, the price of of many grains, livestock prices as well, and so on and so forth. And, uh, and Canada obviously is not immune to that.
0: That was food professor Dr. Sylvain Charlebois at Dalhousie University. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. The WLB Farmgate Online Cementel Bowl Sale takes place March 6th. You can view the bowl sale catalog, videos, and register to bid online at farmgatetimedauctions.ca. Bowls can also be viewed at your farm at your convenience. For more information, call Bill at 204-729-7925. Farm Credit Canada presents the Women Entrepreneurs Summit in a virtual setting. March 8th, visit the FCC website for details. And Marmac Farms and Guest Bowl Sale is scheduled for March 9th at the farm near Brandon. Sale gets underway at 1pm. Visit marmacfarms.net for details. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Wednesday afternoon. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture kicked off its annual general meeting this morning in Ottawa. President Mary Robinson gave the opening address.
5: This year's AGM theme is Finding Sustainable Solutions in Uncertain Times. Before touching on some of the challenges Canadian producers have been facing, I want to take a moment to recognize the horrible situation in the Ukraine. Sorry. The uncertainty and danger Ukrainians are facing in this very moment is unimaginable. The well-being and safety of the Ukrainian people and farming community weighs heavy on our hearts. And here, farmers across Canada have been dealing with their very own real uncertainty over the past few years across a wide range of factors. COVID, of course, is something that has affected us all in different ways. Canadian farmers who rely on outside labor have experienced an increasing amount of unpredictability over the past few years, and have had to grapple with concerns of will they be able to get enough labor to plant, cultivate, harvest, grade, and ship crops to market. Farmers continue to face the pressure and stress of keeping staff safe during this pandemic, and this pandemic seems to continuously throw curveballs at us. Farmers in the prairies have endured the worst drought in 70 years, leaving a hay shortage that has made it difficult or next to impossible to feed animals. Farmers in British Columbia were hit with consecutive floods that had absolutely devastating and far-reaching impacts. Farmers in Prince Edward Island have been blindsided by the loss of access to the significant and long-standing USA mainland fresh and seed potato markets. Supply chain issues have have dramatically increased the costs of farming across the board, making everything far more expensive and not necessarily even available. On top of all of these burdens, farmers are now confronted with climate change. We are expected to grow safe, affordable food while dealing with the brunt of unpredictable weather. Simultaneously, we are expected to protect and enrich our soils with ever-increasing scrutiny, regulations, cost, and consumer demands. And yet, through all of this, farmers continue to show incredible strength and resilience. There is no shame in admitting the past years have been tough. And I'm sure many of us have carried stress beyond reason more than a few times. Yes, as an essential industry, we are persevering, and we are navigating our way through these troubled waters. But remember, don't lose sight of your personal well-being. Farming may be in most of our blood or DNA, but at the same time, each of us is more than just our farm. That's why our theme, finding sustainable solutions in uncertain times is so important. Although I may have started on a grim note, sorry about that, I believe it is only by acknowledging our struggles and problems that we can face them head on and overcome them. Because every problem has a solution, even the multifaceted complex problems farmers face today. In 2021, Agriculture and Agri-Food employed one in nine Canadians and contributed $139 billion to Canada's GDP. Our sector has been identified by government and leading financial institutions as being poised for explosive growth if the right investments, policies and infrastructure are put in place. Canadian agriculture is in a unique position when it comes to long-term sustainability and growth. While most industries can only hope to curb their emissions, agriculture has the potential to be a natural climate solutions provider and net carbon sink. With technologies and practices, we can trap carbon in the soil, keeping it out of the atmosphere and improving our soil health. Other innovations have astounding potential, like livestock feed additives that have been proven to reduce cattle methane by more than 50%. I believe 2022 will be the year that we find sustainable solutions in uncertain times. I believe our industry will be a shining example of how a sector can grow in a truly sustainable manner, not only environmentally, but also socially and financially. Sustainable growth in agriculture can be a win-win for both farmers and society, providing food for a growing world population while strengthening the land we use for the generations to come and by reducing emissions overall. Thank you for joining us today and taking part in this wonderful conference, which we, we will delve into many of the topics I've covered I hope we all come out of this energized and ready to find the solutions.
0: That was Canadian Federation of Agriculture President Mary Robinson speaking this morning at the group's annual general meeting. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. Agriculture in the Classroom expects to reach over 11,000 students in March during Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month. Sue Clayton is Executive Director with Agriculture in the Classroom Manitoba.
3: Last year it was about 9,000, so every year we seem to grow by about 20% for this program. There'll be volunteers that will be virtually presenting in classrooms, chatting to kids. Normally we're in classrooms in person, so the volunteers will be doing about a 20-minute chat with students virtually and talking about how all of agriculture starts with the seed and whether it's to grow your a crop or whether it's to feed their animals that's really the theme of Canadian Agriculture Literacy Month for us this year.
0: In addition Agriculture in the Classroom is hosting a stop on Canada's Great Canadian Farm Tour March 15th at Smith Family Seeds in Pilot Mound. And the president of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers provided closing remarks last week during the final session of the 2022 Seed Summit. Here's Gunter Joham.
2: Showing up like this is what it takes to develop a seed system that works for us all. Everyone may not be on the same page, but we need to come together to explore options and solutions. We encourage everyone to engage in the SRM process and to keep these discussions going. The Seed Summit's intention was to bring together the value chain from the seed sector to producer to end user to raise awareness about the seed regulatory modernization with the various segments impacted and provide additional inputs to the process.
0: I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email farmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll touch base with the Canadian Canola Growers Association. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can join us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.